0: This is Monday, August 15th. How does God work in our lives to change us? How does God make us like Christ? Now on Sunday, we heard the dangerous prayer of David from the end of Psalm 139, where David says, "'Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting.'" Now, it's a dangerous prayer because David was asking God to use the searchlight of his spirit to reveal in David those things that needed to change. He was saying to the Lord, show me the ways that I'm not going in the right direction and lead me in the way that puts me on the path to eternal life. Now, David's song presents us with the question as to how God does this. How does God work in our lives? In theology, we call this sanctification or the way God shapes us into the image and likeness of Christ. Now, I don't know about you, but I like to learn how things work, how they're made, the process involved. Through the years, I've toured manufacturing plants from production facilities where pretzels, candy, beer, towels, and ice cream are made. We see the finished product, or maybe we taste it, and we want to know, how did they do this? How was it made? For example, I remember going into the plant where ice cream was made. Huge pallets of fruit were waiting to be processed and added to the cream, and then frozen and placed in tubs for distribution to local grocery stores. And then, as I watched, I thought many times, oh, that's how they do this. Well, this week I want to look at the ways God talks about shaping us, and the process that he uses to do it. I want to begin with this passage from the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18 to 20. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If you are willing and disobed if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. but if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Notice that the Lord is inviting his people to come to him for their sins to be forgiven. Notice that God invites us to think it through and to reason it out. Yes, this process is not forced upon us by God. He doesn't work change in us while we're asleep in our bed or unaware. He wants to engage us from start to finish. And he does this because his goal is not only changing us, his plan is to share life with us. He wants to do it together. He will not force people he loves to go along with him. He wants them to reason together with him about their lives, and their future. He asks if they are willing and obedient, well, they will eat the good of the land. You see, God is not shaping us into robots that mindlessly do his will. He desires fellowship with us, and so we must also choose fellowship with him. Now, of course, this doesn't mean that we make it all happen. We don't, and we can't. And God knows this. This is why God sent Jesus. We couldn't save ourselves. So this process of change is what you would call a cooperative project with us and the Lord. Yes, God saves us by grace alone, but he ne- never leaves us where we are. Instead, he invites us into the adventure of learning his ways. Psalm 32.8, and God gives us this promise. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Isn't that beautiful? He will teach us. But he's not going to go for us. He will only go with us. So while salvation is Jesus' work from start to finish, it's a gift of God. We do nothing to save ourselves. Sanctification is a partnership between us and the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God reveals to us the truth of God and then empowers us to do the will of God. So, yes, what we do matters. Now, of course, the work of the Spirit is all of grace as well. But the Spirit invites us into our new life. And so this is the first thing we have in mind today. God calls us. He invites us to share in this life together with him. Yes, we are redeemed fully and freely, and now we have the joy of learning the way of the Spirit, learning to clothe ourselves with Christ each day. Now, I have to say that watching the making of cloth from thread and then into terry cloth and towels was quite a sight to see. Most of us dry ourselves with towels every day, yet we know very little of what it takes to make them. The looms I saw move so rapidly, bringing the threads together to make the cloth. Wow, it's amazing. I think this is only a small portion of the awe we have when we see how God works in us by his Holy Spirit. To teach us what we could never know on our own. And to lead us into the fullness of Christ, a direction we could never chart for ourselves. This is where we come to appreciate God's love and and His determination to give us all the riches of Christ. Would you pray together with me? Loving God, help us to trust that Your ways are good and that You have given us all that we need in Christ. Teach us Your ways that we might learn to walk in Your truth. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.